Amen. Amen. Um, it's good to see our brother. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah. I run into him everywhere. We, we see Tesco. We've run into each other so many times. So um, it's, good to, it's good to see. Amen. Praise God. And we're just getting ready for the word of God. And um, let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. And we pray in Jesus' name, as your word says, that the entrance of your word brings light and understanding. Father, we pray that you will open our eyes and cause us to um, experience the truth that transforms us into the image of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. David, please, can you check? Are you guys backing up the recording? Is that okay? On the, on the USB. So you need to press the red um, is it on? Does it say record? I, I've put the thing in already. It's also recording. Okay. I'm, I'm part of the tech team. So, you know, amen. Okay. So, um, our focus for this month is now I'm happy because I can walk around freely. I can move. So our focus for this month is act. Someone say act. And what we've literally done is we transitioned our series from the things that matter to the holy spirit the holy spirit into this so it flows nicely so there's some things i was trying to finish off in that series that i brought into this series and then we just continue does that make sense so for the past few weeks we've been looking at um oneness okay oneness in terms of the things that matter to the holy spirit oneness togetherness unity okay and we've been looking at oneness with ourselves as believers how many of us have profited from that revelation yeah amen profited from that revelation okay so today i want to talk about i'm going to title this we are on a mission um but i'm going to focus on oneness with leadership but my message title is we are what we on what we are what okay all right so let's go to the book of acts and um we'll quickly um look at some important are we here this afternoon is this gn lester do I need to take a train to Gov Church? Okay, just checking. All right. So, okay, Acts chapter 2 from verses 42 to 47. Acts 2, 42 to 47. And then I would go to Exodus 3, 7 to 13. Acts 2, 42 to 47. Okay. The Bible says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, uh, teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and prayers and all came upon every soul and many signs and wonders were being done through the apostles and all who believed were together and had all things in common and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing to the proceeds to all as any had need and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes they received their food with glad and generous hearts. See, food is a part of fellowship. It's a part of revival. Okay, no problem. We'll take food out of culture tonight. Okay, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and, high and, and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Somebody say amen. Exodus chapter 3 from verses 7 to 13. Someone say we are on a mission. Yes, we are. Um, in, in Exodus 3, 7 to 13, the Bible says that then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters. 
I know their sufferings and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of, of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey to the place of the Canaanites, the Hevites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hevites, and the Jebusites. And now behold, the cry of my people Israel has come to me and I have also seen the oppression with, with, with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Now watch this, this, this part. It says, come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said, God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, but I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you when you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, if I come to the people of Israel, um, uh, uh, of Israel and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me. And they say, uh, and they ask me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And then God told him, I said, told him to say, I am that I am. Can I give you one more scripture? Yeah. I said, can I give you one more scripture? Yeah. Do we love the Bible? Do we love the word? We should. Amen. Okay. Acts 20.32. Acts 20.32. Acts 20.32. He says, he says, now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all those that are sanctified. I commend you to God and to the word of his, what? Of his, don't, 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 don't look at WhatsApp messages. Look at you version. Okay. Ah, okay. I commend you to God and the word of his grace, which is able, take it so which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. So that means there is an inheritance. But we have to be built up for the inheritance. Does that make sense? So that means our spiritual maturity delivers to us an inheritance. That's, that's important. That's important. So that's why I read Exodus because I wanted to give you a picture of an inheritance. Okay? Right? So we are, someone say we're on a mission. Yeah, we're on a mission. So, I'll I, I come to this, but in context in the book of Acts, the Bible shows us that one of the things that they had was a strong level of togetherness. Strong level of togetherness. But it, it wasn't just um, togetherness that they had. The Bible shows us this very interesting, and I started to break this down on Friday at House Fires. The Bible says that they continued in the apostles' doctrine. Remember on, on Friday, I thought about that a little bit, right? I thought about what apostolic means, right? And apostolic just describes our ability to essentially bring Jesus into territories at a basic level, right? So the Bible says they continued. Are we here? Are we in the house? Okay, all right. Yeah, if, you, if I need more lights to keep everybody, okay. So the Bible says that they, they continued in the apostles' doctrine. Now, wh why is Acts chapter 2 of great importance to us? It's of importance because this is how the culture that the early church embraced was how they sustained the move of the Spirit. Does that make sense? They sustained. Have you 
ever had a moment where you felt you experienced God like profoundly? Like, does that make sense? Like, you were in tears, your body was shaking, your heart almost came out of you, or you, you know, there was just such a conviction. Have you ever had uh, like what you call a deep encounter with God? And after that, you go back to life and it's as though nothing happened. Now, that's very possible. Does that make sense? That's very possible, right? And in fact, I suggest that this is, this is what happens to us mostly. So we, when we use the word encounter, encounter doesn't have to be out of body. An encounter could be me reading the word of God. The Bible says, it says, we are with open face. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Beholding as in a mirror. The mirror is the word. The glory of the Lord are transformed into the same image. So actually, studying the word of God is an encounter with God. Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Now, it, I, don't, I don't need to see the graphics. <laughs> I just know that that's what the word says. That's final. So that means, so that means there, are, there are many times that we come into encounters with God. And the problem that we have is not the encounters. The problem we have is the ability to sustain and continue in that which we have encountered in God. So one of the secrets of the early church was their ability to continue. Does that make sense? They were, not just, they were not just instant people. They were not just random people. They were not just impulsive people. They were devoted people. Does that make sense? In, 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 in our context of Christianity today, we can declare a 41-day fast, consistent for 41 days the rest of the year. No, no, does that make sense? No relationship with God. But these people, they, they, they mastered continuity in some things. And because they mastered continuity in some things, they had a level of consistency with God. And those are the things we're learning in this month of Acts. Am I making sense? So one of those things the Bible says, the Bible says they continued in fellowship. They continued in gathering. They continued in breaking of bread, in communion. That's why we're breaking communion every day. Does that make sense? Okay, we're praying every day this month. We're taking communion every day this month. Okay, right? Now, but one of the things the Bible says they continued it is the apostles' doctrine. And doctrine there is just teaching. But the element I want to, the, the apostles' doctrine at a basic level is just a revelation of Jesus. Does that make sense? To so break it down. But the thing I want to lean on in, in that place is the fact that the Bible doesn't just say that they continued in doctrine. The Bible says that they continued in the apostles' doctrine. So essentially, they had a sense of leadership. That's where I'm going. Come on, everyone look at me. Am I making sense? Right? They, they, they had, what, what I'm preaching today, is, is, it's, um, it's, not, it's not necessarily popular. Right? It's not necessarily popular. Right? The Bible says they continued in the apostles' doctrine, meaning that they had a sense of leadership. Someone say a sense of leadership. So that means they were, that community was led. Okay? The community of, of the believers in Acts, they were led. Okay? And leadership, this, this house is very passionate about leadership. We use these three words now. Love, leave, and what? And lead. 
right? So leadership, God is very passionate, particular when it comes to leadership. So let's take the story we read about Moses, for example. The Bible says that for a long time, the children of Israel had been in bondage in Egypt. Remember when this story started, Moses himself, one of the key features of this book, was actually, he was somewhat born at the time and into this struggle. It's amazing how you're born for the time you're needed. So he's somewhat born into this struggle. And the Bible says that the, the children of Israel were oppressed, oppressed in Egypt, right? Oppressed so, the oppression was so much. And so they cried out to God to deliver them. So the Bible doesn't say when they cried out to God that God came down from heaven <laughs> and went to every one of them and said, okay, by the way, guys, I've heard your cry. Do you see what I'm saying? These guys prayed to God. They cried to God. And please hear me. God's response was to go fetch. We, can, we don't know if he's a fugitive. To go fetch an outcast that was somewhere in some, in some wilderness. That was not even in, in their midst. God's response was to go find a man misunderstood are we together right a man rejected does that make sense because it's funny how like jesus the people that rejected moses were his own people <laughs> because in all of these things the gospel is preached <laughs> does that make sense right so the people that rejected moses were his own people so God's response, now watch it, very important. God's response to their cry and their prayer, his answer was to go fetch a man. It's interesting that God's response, if, you, if you're sleepy, rebuke it, rebuke it, rebuke it. It's interesting that God's response, right, was connected to finding a leader. This is where I'm going. That's interesting. God literally goes to find a leader. They are praying, asking for God to deliver them. Right? Asking for God to set them free. And God answers their prayer. And God's response was to go find a leader. And what is the... What is the purpose? I'm saying this because I want to demystify some things today. Are we together? What is the purpose of this leader, Moses? The purpose of this leader is to deliver the people from their state into their estate. Is <laughs> to deliver them from where they were into their inheritance. Paul puts it this way in the New Testament. He said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. That is able to build you up and give you an inheritance amongst those that are sanctified. Okay? So just as Paul said in the book of Acts, Moses here, God raised Moses not to be a superstar. 
right? God raised Moses not to be a diva, not to be a... Do you know what I'm saying to you? No, no. God raised him so that the people could be delivered out of what had kept them bound so that they could come into the design of God for their lives. It, 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 it's amazing how God does these things. Uh, uh, yesterday, Flo and, and Dreamer were, were around, you know, 814 guys. Amen? Amen. They, 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 can, they can take all my time. It's a special bias. For, I'm joking, don't you? It's a special bias for student ministry. But Okay. Yesterday, they were around, and I, I was sharing some very important things that I'm going to teach the house. I, I think I've shared here the, the, this year. We have to understand how God works, whether it's popular according to culture or not. Does that make sense? God has a way by which he works. Now, the, the name of the camera that we use is, please, we're spiritual. We love Jesus. Amen. So please don't, don't think of us otherwise. It's not me. It's the company. It's called Black Magic. Now, to be clear, <laughs> okay, to be, to, to be clear, we, we don't have shares in that. It's, then that's, how, that's how they said to name their company. We are born again. We don't believe in black magic. Now, I'm just saying it now. Does that make sense? It's just the name of the company. Does that make sense? Okay. So, black magic design. I think it's called black magic because the camera responds to black images well and things like that. That's my... That's my. So, you guys didn't know? Ah, see. I've studied tech a bit. Okay. So, here is the point. The point is... This company, Black Magic, I think originates from the U.S. Okay, they make um, cameras. In fact, they 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 they're literally they're shaking tables. They're shaking tables because this camera, if you were to back in the day, if you were to buy the features, this camera with the features that it has, you will be spending thousands. You're talking about brands like Red. Okay, so this would be like ridiculous, ridiculous. So what they did is they really shook the market by packing high-level quality images into this camera for an affordable price. That you still speak in tongues a bit, but it's not that bad. For an affordable price. Okay, so this is the thing about Black Magic. Black Magic, I, I, I was, because I've dealt with them a little bit, um, as you guys would know. So the interesting about Black Magic as a company is that Black Magic don't have actual, like, companies in the UK. So you don't find a Black Magic Leicester, uh, I mean, that'll be the day, or Black Magic Sheffield, or Black, Black Magic don't do that. They have something called authorized resellers. So authorized resellers, what you have is, so you have, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm promoting these companies, but maybe I would use it and say I mentioned it in our church, so give us a discount. So you have a company in Nottingham called Jigsaw 24. Jigsaw 24 is its own company. It's not a Black Magic company as such, but... What, what Black Magic and Jigsaw have done is they've made Jigsaw 24 an authorized reseller. So they essentially make the product, but they distribute it to companies like Jigsaw 24. Okay? So, and then they have um, companies like CPV. These are, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of my time. They have CPV. They have all these companies. All these companies, what Black Magic has done is they've identified some companies in the UK where their products are, but their products are not everywhere. Does that make sense? So now, if I say I want to buy a Black Magic camera and I go on Black Magic's website 
and I'm looking for where to buy, the only thing I will find is my nearest authorized reseller. Do you see that? Right? And if I insist that no, I want it from Black Magic directly, the only thing I will find is the authorized reseller. That is how certain things in the kingdom are. God has invested some very crucial aspects of his dealings, understanding, and revelation in some people. Huh? In some people. Now, I am not saying that you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. And I'm not saying that you can't hear God for yourself. Because this is the whole problem now. You say something and then people just go to the extreme. Right? I'm not saying you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. But there are, there are certain custodies of the revelation of God as God has given. So, for example, for example, Paul. Now, I'm not, we don't, today we don't have scripture writing apostles. No apostle today is, is contributing to scripture. Scripture is, does that make sense? But I'll give an example. When it came to the understanding of how other people apart from the Israelites could be part of God's salvation plan, that ministry was given to Paul. You see that? So if I want to understand the, if I want to understand the mystery of salvation to the Gentiles, you know, would have been Gentiles, right? Okay. The person I, if, even now, if I want to understand the mystery of God's dealing with the Gentiles, I study Paul more than I study Peter. You see, because Peter, although yes, he was a leader, but he was more specifically an apostle to the Jews. Do you see that? But if I want to understand what is the, the, the gentle dealings of God, I look at Paul. Now, here's my point. I'm, are we making sense? Are we making sense? Okay. Is everybody following? Okay. I just want to make sure that. So, now, here's, I'll get straight to my point in a second. So, here's my point. When it comes to certain aspects of God, God deposits the grace that we need the, 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 the power that we need, the favor, the understanding that we need, he deposits it in leadership. Now, this does not mean again that you don't have the Holy Spirit and that you cannot understand God for yourself. But there are some aspects of God that you would not be able to expand on except you come in contact with those leadership graces. Does that make sense? So, so then, as much as personal devotion with God is important, as much as fellowship as a family is important, right? Followership in leadership is vital. So if I study for myself, pray, um, read by myself, okay? And let's say I even have fellow believers i'm in the garden of believers right but i don't subscribe to kingdom leadership i will get the benefit of personal devotion i will get the benefit of fellowship with other believers but i will not get the benefit that flows from leadership so in the kingdom you can use one principle of the kingdom to replace another 
So you know, you know sometimes I ask people, I go, I go, have you, have you, have you ever, I think we're at Evangel, I was asked, I, was like, have you, I said, have you ever sat under any leader? Some, I, some people don't know what it means to sit under. They're like, what would you do? You sit under his leg or? I go, have you ever sat, have you ever sat? Because I'm an apostle today. I sat under leaders. I, like, I didn't just get up one day and say, yeah, church, innit? <laughs> well, no. Right? I sat, I sat under. And when I mean I sat under, I'm not saying I attended the church. The past, I was in the pastor's face. He knew my name, probably the shape of my face. I was in, no, no, no. I was in, I, I was, I, as far as I know, in um, the last church I, I fully attended, you know, before I started, you know, pioneering, as far as I know, I maxed out everything that I thought was available for me there. Yeah. I maxed out everything. Right? Like, I didn't, I, I made sure I didn't have a, like a, a distant relationship with my pastor. No, 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 no. I was in his office. I was, I was in his car. <laughs> what are you talking about? God sent you to me. I'm going to maximize it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, obviously, I'm not saying like, see on my head or anything, but, but, but please, here's my point. My point is this. My point is, in, in God's design for us, one of the ways that God really helps us to mature into the inheritance, it's just one, it's not the only way. Someone says it's not the only way. Right? It's one of the ways is by helping us connect with the leadership element in the kingdom, in the New Testament. So let's go back to Moses. So God wanted to deliver the Israelites. And this is what God did. God packaged that deliverance, right, in the ministry. Please, now, the part I'm, I'm beginning to share now is so vital. Please hear me by the Spirit. God wanted to deliver the Israelites. But then God packaged, right, that deliverance. You know what I mean by deliverance? Everyone, you know what I mean by deliverance? Okay? God packaged that deliverance in the ministry of Moses, right? So that as you subscribe to the ministry of Moses, you get to experience what God has for you. So imagine Moses got to Israel and he said to them, hey, God has spoken to me that we need to leave this place and move into the inheritance and the land that he has for you. And the people said, like, we don't really care what you said. We're still praying. <laughs> right? Or they said, like, yeah, that's your, your own thing. Like, just, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll find our way. It, watch. I can come down, Jimmer. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't really matter how much the people pray. Doesn't matter. What God would have still done was to refer them back to that leadership grace doesn't matter and and it's amazing that some of the things that are affecting us as believers we don't know we don't know god i'm gonna say god like black magic because that sounds really weird <laughs> but with with a black magic example i was using if no matter how much i insist that i want to purchase a camera direct from black magic black magic has an it has an authorized system 
by which it sells products. God has a method for certain things by which he reaches us. So when the Bible says in the book of Acts, am I making sense? When the Bible says in the book of Acts that they continued in the apostles, have I moved too much? Okay, I'm good, yeah. They continued in the apostles' doctrine, right? It's a sense of leadership. The reason why sometimes in, in our generation we don't respond well to leadership is because we don't understand what leadership really is. Right? We don't understand what leadership is. We don't understand the importance, the value, the necessity of a leader. Right? I'm not here today to tell you to, like, to worship me. or no, 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 this concept I'm teaching you will cause you to relate to all leadership gifts in the body of Christ. Yeah. Because for the most part, some of us, we're trying to raise ourselves. Right? We're trying to raise... Have you, have you seen a baby... After coming off the mother's visit, thank you very much. Like, from here on. <laughs> I mean, that will be the day. Right? Many of us are trying to, we're trying to raise ourselves. Listen to what Paul said. He says, I commend you to God. I, I'm, I'm repeating this because we're teaching. I commend you. That means I, I refer you to God, to, to, to God and to the word of his grace. Does that make sense? And to the, that he's able to build you up. And give you an inheritance among the saints. Can I explain that building up and that inheritance? Can I explain it? Okay. It's like this. When Israel came out of Egypt. You remember God had. What, what was the land that God had for them? Canaan. Canaan was a promised land. Right? Okay. When God brought Israel out of Egypt. Israel could not go into Canaan straight away. Because they were not built up. Do you see that? They were not yet. Canaan, Canaan is like, Canaan is, is, is a picture of an inheritance. Right? They could not go into Canaan yet because they were not built up. As children, they could not, spiritual children, as immature people, they could not go into the inheritance. So, in fact, God said to them, God said to Moses that, take Israel the long way. That's what he said. He said, take Israel the long way because if you don't take them the long way, they can change their mind and go back to Egypt. Right? Because in this inheritance that we're talking about, there are some characteristics that must not be part of your life. <laughs> Does that make sense? There are some behaviors, there are some patterns that must not be part of our lives. So what God has to do is build us up. One day, God wanted to expose Israel's immaturity. Uh, so you know what he did? God told Moses to pick, there were 12 tribes of Israel, to pick a leader from each tribe and that they should go and spy Canaan. Why did he tell them to spy Canaan? Now, when I've taught on this, uh, uh, am I making sense? Everyone we're following together, right? Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to make my point and then we're, we're out of here. Now, why, why did God ask Moses to get these guys to go spy Canaan? God said, Moses, get, get these, these leaders, 12 of them, tell them to go and spy the land I want to give them. Now, God, you want to give us a land. Why do you need our opinion? <laughs> Am I making sense? God said, Moses, tell these guys to go spy the land. I, why don't you just give me the land? No, no. There are some things God cannot give you except you come to maturity. There are certain things that 
God cannot give you except you arrive at the place where you're able to steward and handle it. So there are some things that depend on, you know, we've been studying stages of sonship. We've been studying stages of sonship, right? Yeah, that's why, that's why we, so what, what, now, what, what did we study last week? No, pedon, pedon, okay? Pedon, so this, this week we're studying technon, isn't it? Five stages of sonship, right? That's how we're learning it. We're learning the different stages of spiritual maturity because inheritance is dependent on maturity. Do you see that? Inheritance is dependent on what? Maturity. Yeah. So, now, here's the point. The point here is, God says, tell these guys to go spy the land. So, ten of these spies, they go and spy Canaan. And the Bible says, they came back with a report. They said, ten of them said, the land was flowing with milk and honey, as God said. But there were giants in the land. And we are not able to take the land. Someone say we're on a mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we are not able to take the land. But the land was flowing with milk and honey. But there were giants. And we are not able to take the land. The Bible calls the report of these ten men evil report. Because these 10 spies, you know what they did? What they did was they translated their fear into the camp in such a way that the people rebelled against Moses and God. But then Caleb and Joshua were different. The Bible highlights Caleb. <laughs> I like Caleb. Man like Caleb. <laughs> I like Caleb a lot. I like Caleb. Oh, he said, he said, let us go up at once. Whoo! That Caleb guy is my kind of friend. <laughs> no pros. Let's go up. He says, we are well able to take the land. Now, ask yourself this. How can 12 people go and preview a situation? Majority have the same conclusion. But only to have a distinction in what they saw. By the law of majority carries the vote. <laughs> that does not make sense. Because if, if, if you had 12 people reporting to you. And 10 people brought the same report. You believe the 10. How are 10 people able to say the same thing? So that means that. Because when they went into Canaan. What they saw was giants. They saw, they saw the land was good. But they also saw giants. So that means there was a level of facts to what they were. They were not lying that they saw giants. So why was God upset with them? Can I tell why God was upset with them? It's simple. <laughs> it's simple. At the level of their maturity. <laughs> at the level of their maturity. Huh? At the level of their maturity, God did not expect them to see the giants. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Does that make sense? At the level, at the level, God didn't send babies, He sent leaders. God knew that there would there will be giants in the land. But by virtue of their expected, what do you call it now? Growth, development scheme, <laughs> discipleship, because what they had from Egypt in the wilderness was discipleship. By virtue of their exposure. They were not expected to consider the giants as an issue. 
because you could say God is, is unfair because these guys didn't really see that. I mean, like, let's be real. Like, you know, what, what are the things we say? Let's be real. Um, you know, let's not be too spiritual. Um, you know, let's stop talking Christianese. Right? I, but what God, the reason why God was upset with them was because they went into the land and at the level, after all these years, after seeing the Red Sea part, does that make sense? After, after seeing Pharaoh defeated, does that make sense? Do you know who Pharaoh is? You are shaking about Putin. You don't, you can't even come near you. You're just hearing about Putin on the news, but <laughs> do you know who Pharaoh is? Oh my days. Pharaoh was not just, please, Pharaoh was not just a nice guy. This guy had gods. Uh, <laughs> Pharaoh had gods. When Moses went to Pharaoh and wanted to, wanted to bamboozle him with miracles, you know, bamboozle. Huh? They have black men. <laughs> right? This is what I'm saying. When he wanted to, when he wanted to, you know, because Moses went, he was like, yeah, okay. He said, yeah. He threw his rod down. Basically, he's rushing to a snake. Pharaoh was like, ah, magicians come. You know, at that point, if you didn't hear God's word, that's when to reconsider. Because the guy, Moses' rod turned into a snake. Pharaoh also said, ah. So that's how you see that certain, certain signs are not, are not exclusive to the kingdom. Yeah. Pharaoh's men turned. Uh, so that's for all of you that someone calls your, your, your name and collect all the money in your bank account. <laughs> we reject. Okay. So here's a point. So at that point, if Moses did not have a word from the Lord, that's scary. So Pharaoh, oh my Lord. For God, do you know what God said to Moses? God said, I have made you a God to Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh was not this, like this guy, maybe, you know, you think of a leader, they voted him in, um, you know, they did, what's the word, debate. No, 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 no. This guy was a something. <laughs> right? So after seeing God deliver you from Pharaoh, right, coming through the Red Sea, you had angels' food. The Bible says manna is angels' food. Right? The Bible says that they walk through the wilderness and for some of them, their shoes, their shoes did not, the sole of their shoes did not, um, what's the word now? It didn't wear out. Does that make sense? After, that shows you that man, at the end of the day, if you will believe, you will believe. At the end of the day. Right? Because I'll be like, yeah, if I see those things, I'll never doubt God. No. No, because we've also seen things and we still doubt God. Yeah. So, think of it. After all of those things, after all of that, God, God, so that means, you see all those miracles that they were experiencing? Huh? They were not for the moment. They were for the future. Do you see that? Would you believe that the same people, the same people in their trial, will essentially create a golden calf to rival God. <laughs> you see that? So this is what happened with some of them in Israel. They were experiencing miracles, but they were not growing. 
You see that? They were experiencing breakthrough, but they were not growing. It's kind of, please, please permit me. It's kind of like the problem in, in, some part, in the church in some parts of the world. Please permit me. For example, like Africa. I'm not saying people are not Christians. They are mature Christians. But the emphasis on the miraculous has, never, has not really necessarily brought up mature Christians. Am I making sense? So here, but God shows us something so important. God wants to deliver Israel into their inheritance. Please follow the story. So God has asked Moses now, let's test the maturity of the people. Because if you don't have that maturity and you're brought into Canaan, you would destroy things. You see that? Spiritual maturity is important. Right? People, sh you should find you a church where you can grow spiritually. Yeah, seriously. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, of course, if you're here, you're here. Amen. <laughs> I'm saying that as a general statement. Does that make sense? Where you can grow spiritually. Why? Because your growth affects your ability to maximize your inheritance. That's the point. So, what God did was, God called Moses, right, to take, to take these people out of Egypt. But the calling was not just to get them out of Egypt. It was to get them into Canaan. Right? And they were not Canaan-focused enough. You know, you can be... I, 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 I think it was Lady B I was speaking to. And I said, there are, there are different dimensions to Christianity. I found out that not all Christians are the same Christians. Huh? Yeah. There are different, different levels to spirituality and different... And this is what it is. There is, there is a Christianity that's not inheritance-focused. Some of these people were just content to be out of Egypt, not to get into Canaan. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, getting them out of Egypt was not there. It wasn't the victory. Oops. Yeah, it wasn't the victory. It was, it was, it was trying to get them... The, it, Moses had more problems trying to convert the minds of these people to an inheritance level than he had getting them out of Egypt. Getting them out of Egypt was quicker than getting them to the inheritance where they were really going. That's it. At some point, Christian, God said, how long, even God, will, he said, how long will you go around this mountain? And that's, sometimes that's us, you know. Getting us saved from the world was not the issue. Is now this growing up into the fullness of Jesus? Can you see? Right? It's God changing our talk. Uh, it's God changing. The way we're talking this morning. What was it? Was it? Flo I was talking to. And I was saying to her, I was saying that. We, we, we will learn, for example, in our growth that faith is now. You know, we're joking about the, the sound. We said it will work. It must work. Then what we said? We said it's, it, 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 it works. Or it, will, it works. It's working. <laughs> because the sound was trying to play funniness. So, we, so I was just, even though we're joking, but that's, see, 
that's the at some point in my faith when i'm when i'm looking i'll go it will work it will work and i will say that's faith no that's hope <laughs> it will work it will work that's hope huh huh okay but it's working that's that's another level of faith because you're still prophesying but another level of faith is it works that means it <laughs> when you say it works that means the ability to not work is not inside it's working is still fine that's good but when you say it works one is in jesus name i, I rebuke that sickness that's one another one is in the name of jesus christ sickness cannot dominate me another one is i don't get sick see but it depends on the level you know when we see people will ah oh my lord people will just watch random preachers come and tell you that oh um these guys these faith guys no the first faith guy is god he is the one that sent people into a land with giants and expected them to look at the giants and say this is nothing but god wasn't just expecting that god had already put a path is that my time wow god had already put a path okay god had put a path for them to come to that level they're chasing me away god had put a path <laughs> for them to come to that level of understanding right and what was that path that path was development someone say development someone say development Paul puts it this way. He says, I commend you to God, Acts 20, and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up. Say, I have to be built up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to be built up. And then he says, and now give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. So that means if I'm not built up, I would never be able to take hold of the inheritance that God has for me. So, God, Moses' assignment, a, a fraction of Moses' assignment, it was getting them out of Egypt was a tiny fraction of his assignment. The main part of that assignment, right, the main part of that assignment was how do we equip these people so that they can grow up to inherit Canaan? Because in Canaan, the mentality is different. In the wilderness, I look to God for manna. In Canaan, manna stops. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Manna stops because I step into a new level like God I begin to create. So in Canaan, we are not looking, please look at me. In Canaan, we are not looking for miracles from heaven. We are producing miracles on the earth. <laughs> oh, okay. Did someone say an alarm for me? <laughs> All right okay i said in canaan right we are not sitting around waiting for miracles in canaan we are operating like god as long as the earth seed time remains seed time and harvest will not cease in canaan we are moving in a divine technology <laughs> huh so here's a problem sometimes the mentality 
that is meant to provide the the results are supposed to get as believers is not yet formed and present so we struggle so the anointing and the purpose of leadership is to help us cultivate this is where i'm going right just as moses was getting these guys through you see you see all that remember that remember the bible says that they ate they ate manna do you know what manna was meant to symbolize jesus the bread of life Jesus says, your fathers ate manna in the wilderness and that. He said, I am the bread of life. The manna they ate was meant to give them a revelation of the bread that sustains. That what they're eating, they will eat today naturally, but they will still be hungry. But there is a superior bread because everything in the Old Testament is a shadow of the foreshadow of the new. So they were meant to turn their eyes from the bread to the source of the bread. So they ate all those things, received all those miracles, but never knew God. That's what terrifies me about God. God can conveniently bless someone that doesn't know him. Because that's in his nature to do. But where we will find things out is when it comes to inheritance. <laughs> Let me tell you, there are rich people today. They need to sell all that they have, like Jesus said, to find God. Because their riches, I'm not saying you should be poor. But if your, po if, your, if your riches is not a hindrance to your experience with God, sell everything you have. Have I made sense in the house? So the purpose of leadership, we are on a mission. I'm going to continue this next. Is that okay? We're on a mission. Because I'm going to show you some very important things on how we partner on that mission. So this is what it is. God sent Moses to help these people not just come out of Egypt, but to grow up. As Ephesians 4 tells us, to grow up. All right? So, notice any, God wanted to give us a, 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 a spiritual, any time Israel fought, fought Moses, because they fought, the, the silly thing is, they actually fought Moses. <laughs> yeah. Huh? The silly thing is, they, some of them actually fought Moses. And they didn't realize that every time they fought Moses, they fought themselves. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Every time, they fought, just as I was explaining to you, when the enemy wants to finish you, he isolates you. You are isolated from believers. You are by yourself. You, if, that's it. But also, when he wants to finish you, he also isolates you from your leadership. He makes sure that you're leaderless. Yeah. Look at all the things we've been studying at discipleship. Would it not be great if we have people that can just help us from, that would have helped us from day one in that sequence? That's able to build you up. That's one of the assignments of leadership that we are built on, say that we're built up. Someone, someone say, I want to be built up. And part of this building, you can't do by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And in that, in that mission, so that we're on a mission. What is this mission? This mission is to get this inheritance. And in that mission, right, 
you have to follow leadership follow the design hey i'll tell you something what we're doing out here we're not trying to be cool if i wanted to be cool there are things believe me the things i can do not sinful stuff i would have played football or basketball does that make sense what we're doing out here is not it's about commending you to the word of god that's able to build you up to give you an inheritance so this church is not my church i don't own it jesus died for it does that make sense this community i am not a leader for myself lady b is not a leader for herself our leaders are not leaders for themselves they are leaders for your sake do you understand my point we are leaders for your sake <laughs> i don't think you get what i'm saying it is for your sake yeah god didn't call moses for moses he called moses for israel and why so that you can be built up and be given an in but you can make that job easier or you can make it frustrating so when you find dishonor to leaders in the body of christ let's rise to our feet when you find dishonor what 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 the, please look at me for a second when you find we all know what dishonor is right one of satan's new tactics to make sure believers don't enter into what god has for them is to introduce an unusual level of dishonor for leadership right an unusual i've seen things that i'm like wow god forgive you not gn church <laughs> i'm just talking about people i've seen how people crush leaders online no you don't understand that you're being introduced into a system that would eventually destroy the I'm, I'm i say my things openly the other day mike todd um was preaching a little bit and uh, he wanted to demonstrate the guy remember that that uh that was blind and jesus spat so he actually spat and i've messed people some people's afternoon off now because some of you guys you know you won't be able to think so he actually spat flames and i just so he spat rubbed it on the person's eyes and so twitter his brother and twitter went mad mad I, I saw was like narcissist because narcissist is like the new ouch narcissistic da, 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 da. I saw criticism so I actually put a statement out and I saw some people say I doubt I, I doubt he would even ever apologize so when he apologized they didn't apologize for doubting that whoever apologized narcissist i mean i thought what then not too long afterwards let me let me obsess on people i saw whiskey on twitter there was a show he was inappropriate with a lady 
I think her name is Thames. And there were Christians in that place that did not walk out. Do you understand what I'm saying? There were Christians that didn't say, this is against my, in the first place. What are you doing there? We'll talk about that one another time. No, seriously. Because for some time, I, I, decide, I decided that because, because I wanted to do with higher things in God. So I thought that some things were not worth, with, with the level of things that we have to deal with in the nation and things like that, some things are not worth my attention. I'm serious. Because if you don't understand but the Bible says that life and death and the power of the tongue, that the words that you hear, even if they're even if they're lyrical, that they can eat, they can impact. Words have spirit. Please, it's not because I'm African. Please, words. Are, the Bible says that I've closed. You see, guys, that's making me preach. The Bible says that that Saul was tormented, right? And he asked David to play. And every time David would play, the evil spirit that was on Saul would leave. So, please, what are you telling me? That the kind of music you're listening to doesn't matter. It depends on your level of Christianity. Have you, have you finished meditating on all of God's word? Have you finished singing psalms? Why do you even have time to listen to other things? But I said, these things, uh, to be fair... I left them behind a, a long seriously i don't I, the last time i preached about what you listened to was probably about some 10 years ago yeah, yeah i left <laughs> i don't have time for that but here's my point my point is i saw people there laughing on 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 twitter you know making light of i, I thought wow like a, a guy spat on someone okay that is a category of disgusting but we read into it does that make sense? Because it's not that the guy went on an ordinary day. See, I'm defending my toad. Yes, I am. So you're going to have to drink water. Does that make sense? At most, it's disgusting. But to say that, it shows you how, oh, I've never seen such daft. It shows you how domineering people are. The guy he did, he has a relationship with. Now, that doesn't mean I'll ever speed on Tolu. Okay, I'm not saying that he should have, maybe he went, okay, he went too far. But did he sin? But we read sin into it. But the person that actually sinned were laughing. There were Christians in that place that didn't think, no, this is ungodly, I'm walking out. You sat there to enjoy what? No, what did you sit there to enjoy? It is because if you're not careful there, eh, your sensitivity to the spirit is not high. yeah it's not me that will tell you what you should have on your playlist or not no 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 it's balance between you and the whole if you think that when you play those songs it makes the holy ghost excited please continue half of these songs we listen to anyway they are insults to women yeah <laughs> these songs these afrobeats a lot of them not all of them a lot of them are insults about women's bodies when they refer to cars they're talking about women <laughs> Well, you know, some of you are very British and brought up here, so. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm not choosing violence. I just, I just want, you know, we, at this level, we shouldn't even be talking up. These are just, these are nepios things. 
honestly. These are, these are, we should not be talking about how to, we should be the ones raising the, the bar, the musicians, the artists. Does that make sense? Where people are looking at the church thinking, man, where did he get that, where did he get, where did he get that content from? How, does that make sense? I someone said to me that, oh yeah, these guys are relevant and they are ministering to people. I said, what? Ministering to who? Wow. So here's my point. So in that Mike Todd thing, I saw how, and, and it's become a norm, a behavior for when it comes to leaders. And what the enemy, I'm not saying that leaders should never be held accountable. Does that make sense? I think I'll bring that balance next week. Is that okay? Leaders should not be able to do whatever they want. God held Moses accountable even at the highest standards. So God already holds his leaders accountable at the highest. The sin of Eli was the sin of not managing his house. He managed the church, maybe, to an extent, but not managing how his house interacted with the church. So for leaders, they are already, you don't even need to judge leaders. It's like, I don't know, it's not that we're judged, but the Bible says, do you not know we shall receive greater condemnation, greater judgment, stricter judgment? Let God judge his leaders. But you get out of the leaders what you need to get out of them. So that less enjoy. The Bible says, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you will receive a prophet. This generation does not understand that dimension. We've cast out all the leaders so no one can bless you. You're not studying your Bible yet. You won't listen to other preachers, but you're not studying your Bible. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Come on, shall we take one minute to pray? I feel like this just calls for just a minute of, please, Lady B, come. Is it you closing us out? Okay. Just get ready so that we can close. We, we're, not, we're on a mission. Someone say we're on a mission. And the whole purpose of what I'm teaching is so that we can all align in this mission. You know why? Look at me one second. Because when we understand the role of leadership and we connect, we align in the mission. Does that make sense? We connect, when we connect together, as we connect as a family, but we also connect at a leadership level, there's a level of alignment that we have, a precision that we have on the mission. Because God can, through the, lead, the leadership he puts around us, take us in a direction. And that direction at first may not look like it has anything to do directly with your life, but it's the direction that opens up. One, there was a day I told one of... Um, one of my mentees, I said to her, I said, um, I think we just finished conference. You know, we're recording for conference. That was during the lockdown period. So I said to her, I said, I need to go from um, one place to the other. Are you free? Um, please come pick me up. Short notice. But because her heart is like that, she did it. Now, there was a guy that spoken to me about her years ago. Years ago. But I never mentioned anything. When I say years ago, probably about three, four years? Prior to when I spoke to her, about three years, he had mentioned that he was interested, but I never said anything. So one day, I, I just went to the guy joking. I said, I said, you said you were coming to see us, but <laughs> you've not come. So I left, but I just, told, I just told her to pick me up. And when we were there, I just felt the release to share. Now, she'd picked me up. We've driven many times Many occasions I had, but I just felt the release to say, you know, a few years ago, a guy came to me 
said he was interested in you. Da, da, da. I said, would you be interested? He still was. I said, would you be interested in She was like, yeah, I'm open. They're married now. Right? Now, here's the point I'm, say I'm saying to you. Like, now, by the way, that doesn't mean, please, I want to make it very clear. No, no. <laughs> I just thought, let me, let me set the record straight. No, 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 no. Although I may have a database, a prophetic database, you know. But, so please, like, like, I mean, if you, <laughs> listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to be taking me to Nando's in hope that I will take it. I will take it. Yeah, can you see that? You want to come, David? Come, Nando's? Yeah, David, go. <laughs> All right, here's my point. Simple point. Now, there were many opportunities for me to have told her or to have not even mentioned it to her. So imagine I asked her that day, that, are you free? And obviously, she may not have, And if she wasn't free, that's fine. But imagine she was free, but she she wasn't. Do you see that? And she laughed. She was an apostle, the matchmaker. She, <laughs> she laughed. Literally. No, no, don't, don't sell me up, please. Right? But can you... <laughs> I wanted to start a relationship website, but um, people haven't sewn into my ministry yet. <laughs> but here's my point. Can you see? But she might have been praying in her room. God, I need that. And, and, and God just creates. It, it, it's so unusual. Do you see what I'm saying? In the same light, one of my mentees, literally I sleep. I have a dream. I see her face and I could just tell by the scenario that someone had spoken to her and she was unhappy in the relationship. I literally call her. I go, I need to talk to you. I message her. I go, I need to talk. She goes, I need to talk to you. And literally I pick up the phone and true to form, this guy that I saw had been speaking to her so i could tell her freely and say this this is what i saw and she was like yeah i don't think i want to go for it guess what you know there are some people in they would have entered into a marriage what they lacked in that moment was someone to guide them and to lead them please leadership is underrated we underrate what leaders i did not want to start a church you know do you believe it I did I, no 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 oh yeah I just wanted to preach from church to church leave leave that my spiritual father kept telling me he said you will start a church he kept he said you will start a church. I was like no I said just you watch <laughs> yeah I said no he said because you've experienced too much to not to not to not care about the body do you see what I'm saying so please, I'm not standing here to magnify me. I'm just saying that this is just, this is just a fraction of the act culture. It's just a fraction. We've looked at other things. Prayer, right? We've looked at community. Now we're looking at leadership. And, and this leadership is not so much about when you are telling me, oh, it's not, it's not about, about magnifying. No, no. It's about things like when I say everybody show up to prayer. It's not an option, it's a strategy. Because we're on a mission. Do you see that? We're on a mission. So when I say, so you must have a good reason. Don't just not show up. You don't know what God's going to deal with. You don't know why the Holy Ghost laid on my heart or on our hearts. 
to call prayer. You don't know. You don't know. So you just don't show up. Anybody that is under leadership doesn't just show up and feel like, yeah, I'm not just going to go today. I'm not just going to snooze a bit. Like, if we say, hey, we all get here for 10 because we're on a mission. We don't know what's going to move God's heart in that moment when we do that. We don't know. Who knows? I'm, I'm not trying to be, to be spooky. Who knows? We, we show up here 10 o'clock one day, not even in service. And that is when Jesus decides to visit the house. It's happened before. Jesus has, I mean, the Lord is praying. I'm trying, Jesus has physically walked into people's meetings before. It might be, we might just be sitting here. So, let's lift our voice. I don't know what prayer you want to pray now. Okay, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Grant us understanding. Help us to grow. Help us to, Jesus, help us to respond to the leadership of Jesus. Help us to respond to the leadership of Jesus. Lord, whatever we've lost in our lives because we've not taken what your leadership structure is, Father, have mercy. Have mercy. Let us be able to maximize the offices, the grace that you have poured out for us so that we can become like you. We thank you. And we bless your holy name.